Warning! The Dub Talk podcast contains language that might not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, there is always a possibility that spoilers for an anime series will happen. So be very careful while listening if there is a series that you have yet to finish. Like, seriously, we are actually going to spoil parts of Grimgar. Like, for realsies. So if you have not watched Grimgar the Animation up to episode 5, please do not watch this video yet. Go actually watch Grimgar the Animation's dub, come back, then listen to all of us go nuts. Mostly Andrew. Also, Pug is best girl. We're sorry. This episode of Dub Talk is in memory of Rob and Bob Goblin. Your valiant sacrifices in the line of duty will not be forgotten. Rest in peace. Hello, and welcome to Dub Talk, a show where a group of fun nerds get together and discuss a recent dub announcement or review an old dub that has been featured on this channel. Tonight, we delve into the final member of the winter Double Talk block, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, aka Fire Beats Awakening. My name is Megan, and obviously I don't have Steph and Hardy here, otherwise I would have been horribly interrupted by now by Hardy making a goat joke. So with me tonight, I have three dudes. Introduce yourselves, dudes. Yo, my name is Jet. You probably know who he is, that guy who writes about cartoons a lot on Twitter. <laughs> I am Classy Spartan. I'm doing a series called Three Victims Watch SAO currently, as of the time of this recording. I don't know when the next episode's gonna come out, but those are fun to do. And I can't wait to talk about the glory that is Fire Emblem Fates, and let's do all of our pairings and stuff. This... That's what we're talking about, Fire Emblem Fates, right? Sure, why not? And I am the man, the myth, the legend, Roots of Justice. I'm supposed to be an anime reviewer, but mostly I just post pictures of pugs on Twitter. That's the best type of anime reviewer, though. That's the only type of anime reviewer that there ever should be. Pug is best girl. <laughs> Pug will always best be best girl. girl. Fun fact, I'm actually a oh. dachshund man myself. <laughs> I feel betrayed. I can respect nope. that. I, I'm a corgi man, personally. God, I can't say because I've never had a purebred dog. I mean, for God's sakes, I own the dog. I own the Zool dog from Ghostbusters. I never I had, had a dog, period. I had a Vigila that was a purebred dog that we got super cheap, even though she was this really pretty purebred dog. We got her cheap because she... We... Yeah. We got her cheap because she had this one little white spot on her forehead, and everybody that's breeding is like, Oh, she's worthless, which is dumb because she was one of my favorite dogs ever, and she was 12 years of my life, and I miss her to this very day. Oh, well, we're horribly off topic already. <laughs> welcome to Dub Talk, love, let's talk about love, Welcome to Dog Talk, a group I show where a group of nerds actually, get together and talk about dogs. Hang on. This conversation that I was having about loss, remorse, regret, and moving on is kind of a very important theme for tonight's show. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I was making a good segue that everybody's like, oh, Dogs! what the fuck's he talking about? Yeah. yeah, Classy's just actually just summed up the show. We're actually talking about, of all, this may or may not be the most serious show we've talked about on here. Like, up there with debatable. Death Parade. Debatable. We've had... Very debatable. debatable. Okay, we have talked about Death Parade and Tokyo Ghoul, but 
when we talk about Tokyo Ghoul, I kind of turn into a flailing banana thing at a car lot. But anyway, so again, Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash, the third member of the Double Talk block, which a lot of people, I think, were surprised when it was announced to be on Double Talk because we all thought it was going to be Dimension W. And then Tsunami happened. Not, like, no, I was, I, was, I was surprised at Grimgar. I think the Gothic Council was one that was like, really? Yeah. yeah. I don't watch Takashi so... I thought about it, too. I was surprised. But then at the same time, it was like, you know what? People are weird. This is basically, like, Hotaru is basically just Hestia's bestia again. By the way, Hestia's not bestia. It's fucking Ryu. Ryu is the actual best girl. Fight me, fucker. <laughs> are we really gonna get into a best girl fight with a chick in the room? Yes. Besides Why not? That, it, it, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You can talk about best dude. Besides, no, <laughs> no. Besides that, Ymir from Attack on Titan is best girl. Fight me. I love that I cryptic agree. lesbian. I love that fucking cryptic lesbian. <laughs> Thank you, Roots. Anyway, so before we Look, get... Let's face it. She wants to go down on the royal throne. God damn it. <laughs> Gigi's not even here. We are like five minutes into this episode and we're making sex jokes. Our I am the replacement lewd man. <laughs> God damn it. Let's just get to the director and the scriptwriter. You know, All the right. people who have to direct things, unlike me, who has no sense of direction because I'm from Florida. I really just point and say this way, that way to get people places. Did anybody have a prediction for a director? I did. Let me, okay, let me pull up my list. I said Caitlin Glass. Would have been a really good I choice. would have also agreed with that sentiment as well. Zach Oops. Bolton for me. I, Not really? That's actually another really good choice, because I would have probably had him as my second. My actual directing choice was Chris Bevins. And that would have been my second. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of picked Bevins because right before I did the casting for this, I think I was watching um, Terra and Resonance, and I watched the commentary, and he had mentioned he likes shows that are a little, like, more than meets the eye type of thing. So I felt this was kind of in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Which is why I question why he's doing heavy objects. Actually, because Jeremy Inman's actually doing heavy objects. <laughs> it's like that makes sense, but he's still involved somewhat. I mean, Boy, that, they they finally had it like they finally had more than four named characters on screen for once, and they had like they introduced like eight of them today, seven maybe. Well, to be fair, not everybody directs Shining Gold. I mean, for God's sake, so the director of this show also directs No Read. <laughs> I've not seen that one yet. All I know is I know about the shitstorm that that had when it came to the subtitles. Kind of like Seraph. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and, I, and I'm already hearing uh, things about the script because uh, you know who was on it. <laughs> oh my <The> god! <laughs> I don't even mind the guy. He seems like when it comes to ADR stuff, he seems like an unholy name. It's like Tatum's a good actor. The director is going to be Mike McFarlane and Felicia Angeal, and the writer is Bonnie Clinkenbeard. And if you don't know who Mike McFarlane is, at least as a director, we've talked about him like every other episode of this show, basically. Um, he has done Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan Junior High, Blood Blockade, Battlefront as director, 
Full Metal Alchemist, anything and everything Full Metal Alchemist. Season one of Noragami. Season at least thank you. At least season one of Noragami. No Reen like we met like we just mentioned. Uh, Mushishi and tons of other things. Felicia Angel, aka our wonderful Twitter mom, at least for some of us, has done directing on things like Attack on Titan Junior High as an assistant, Blood Blockade Battlefront. She did some, obviously, Grimgar, and unfortunately, she had to direct Sky Wizards Academy. Well, somebody had to. Hey, she did, she did a fine job as it was. It's yeah, just not a good show Salvaging general. the fuck out of that show. <laughs> so do you call her mom because she follows you guys? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, because she also follows me too, which is funny. Uh, I think the mom joke actually happened was, I think one time I yelled I needed an adult on Twitter at her, and she yelled I am an adult, so that's how she did it. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, And the thing is wow. that I've actually, she's actually messaged me before, like, personally about a dress or something, and I actually mentioned her, I'm like, I am so sorry if it weirds you out that we call you mom, and she's like, nah, everyone at the office does too, so it's not that weird, guys. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, she just, like, out of the blue messaged me one day. So did Marcus Stimmick, but that was to play Splatoon. <laughs> what the... It, these are the two that you're going to talk about in any episode. It's yep. going to be weird if they don't Actually, come Actually, I, um, yep. I saw in Felicia Angeli, um, Monster Hunter 4 demo code once. By the way, if you're listening to the show, did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> did you like it? Please answer, did you like Monster Hunter? Yeah, Monster Hunter. I didn't know. And then for Bonnie, who is the writer, she has written things like Birdie the Mighty Decode, Black Butler, Death Parade. I believe she writes an origami. Shiki, she did some of Shiki. Um, she's basically like Soul Eater, both Soul Eater and Soul Eater Not, some Space Dandy, most of Tsubasa Reservoir Chronicles, that poor person. <laughs> um, so basically, the ADR and scripting team is about as solid as you yeah, can expect. Much. Yeah. By the way, I gotta say, I always love the name Clinkenbeard. I love all of the Clinkenbeards working over at Texas and Funimation because every time, like when I started watching Brotherhood when it was on Toonami, every single time I saw it in the credits, I would read. <laughs> Do you want so, to please adopt Andrew into the Clinkenbeard family? I mean, I've got a pretty bitchin' beard right now, so I'd totally be happy to be a chicken beard. I was gonna so, say, so, yeah. do you need to be part of the great beer <laughs> off that Lilac and I are trying to organize? Yeah, by the way, I'm just saying, for this segment, we shouldn't even have her as, like, for, like, two seconds. It, she should not be labeled Clinkin' Beard. She should be Lincoln, labeled Chicken Beard and then switch back. <laughs> just, editor, please. Oh, great Lilac, who edits our videos. Hear our plea. <laughs> Please make I, this Bonnie Clinkin beard into a Bonnie Chicken beard. I'll draw the circle. You just, you just have to, All you have to add is a little curve too. It's an L and an H. All you have to do is just add a little like curve, like a little arch curve. So confirmed, Roots is mage of Roots is our mage. I turns out he's I am always the party mage. I'm the I'm the bowman sniper because that those guys come in handy. Even when they're fucking Takumi, because goddamn. Don't that you guy talk was... shit about Takumi in front of me. <laughs> he became cool. I will fly after, up there afterwards. and beat the shit out of you over my husband. Oh, now we're doing waifu wars. Yeah. <laughs> I told you you would fit right Jet, in. There's nothing. Wrong. Jet and Roots are just like, I'm the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm he was just sipping my He was tea. a little bitch, and then he grew up, Same and man. now he, he married Azure, and now he has cool children. Please, let's just not turn this into Fire Emblem Night. <laughs> It'll get I weird will. really fast. I will. I out of place. I, I have a plate of Fire Emblem. <laughs> it's okay, you don't need to. Don't suck yourself into that hell. What the fuck were we talking about? Alright, uh, Mike McFarlane, Felicia, Angel, and Bonnie Clinkenbeard. Basically, yeah, well, I don't think there's really much to... Basically, the most solid team you I mean, can yeah, get. Yeah, I don't think there's much to say here. It's, it's solid. That's, that's pretty much it. It's solid, yeah. <laughs> For a while, I thought it was more solid than this show deserved, but then it turned out, oh wow. This show got oh, good. Oh, jeez. I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised that um, Mike was on this and not Dimension yeah, W. Yeah, anything you expect to reverse. Honestly, but, it uh... makes sense. Zach, Zach, Bolton, Zach Bolton does a lot of sci-fi stuff, so it actually makes a yeah, lot of sense yeah. But, um... Uh... It does, but at the same time, I was just like, wow, like, big prestige project that's not just relatively relegated to the internet, but, hey, I mean, I, I love the direction of this show, I love the writing of this show, um, even for as whiplashy at times this show can get, because we can go from horrible goblin maiming to... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I... <laughs> Talking about being the fat yeah, no, chick. Like, 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 I think to be, like, I think to be perfectly yeah. fair, like, I think the guy who directed it, like, probably kind of knows it. I think he's kind of like actively trying to cut that stuff out, but he can't. <laughs> he cut the bath scene and made it an ova, which at first I was pissed about, but then I thought that's kind of brilliant because the only people that would give a shit would be the ones to actually buy it. So he knows how to sell this shit. <laughs> So, Basically, hey. all the people who want to wink to Yume's ass. Yeah, if it boosts things to be like fair, to copies. be fair though, to be fair though, that is a very firm <laughs> pair of chicones. <laughs> Speaking of, you knew we were gonna bring up Grimgar of fantasy and ass at some point. Speaking of Grimgar and fantasy and was sooner or later. Speaking of Grimgar and fantasy and assets, Barbara and Brittany. Dayo. Yep, let's see. Barbara and her fucking boobs. I'm very proud of that segue, by the way. That was that was good. You have good segues. Thank you. I try. Right. So oh my god, predicting... do I try. So who are we doing first, Barbara or Brittany? Or are we just doing it all at once? We're doing them together because essentially Barbara and Brittany are... Two. They exist, but you never see them again. I, oh, I uh, wait, think that, they come uh, up well, with maybe... You actually do see Barbara again, but, like, much, much later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbara Okay, is, so um... she still exists. Barbara... By the way... Oh, sorry. You don't mind? Barbara I... is the thief guild's leader who teaches Haruhito how to be a thief, though I don't understand how she thieves like that then again fucking bitch sensation, so fuck it. Um, and Brittany is the overly femmy, well, not overly femmy, the rather feminine welcome to this world NPC, I guess you can call him. Because we have no idea where the fuck these people are, honestly. Um, so, predictions. Uh, Brittany breaks the logic of this show. Uh, okay, I guess I'll get it first. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's see, for Barbara, I said Colleen Clickenbeard, and for Brittany, I said Aids of Claire. 
Brittany. I had Ian Sinclair for Brittany. I had Ian Sinclair for Brittany. I also had Ian. Wait, did we all have Ian we Sinclair? We all had Ian Sinclair for Brittany. <laughs> for Brittany. We all had Ian Sinclair for Brittany. GG, you're welcome. Did, okay, I'm gonna go. Everyone here has seen Kamisama Kiss, right, no, guys? Actually, no. I actually haven't. <laughs> well, wait out myself I, is the only chick in the group. I saw. I it. just saw the character, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I, I, I just saw the character. I was like, Ian Sinclair. <laughs> yep. I have a, I have a second one. For, I have a second one for Brittany too. Who? I feel bad that I made this prediction actually, but. Jay, oh, man. Oh, really? Low hanging fruit! <laughs> I, I feel real. Like, I just saw the character. It's like, what are the two voices I see for this character? I saw Ian Sinclair and I saw Jay Michael Tatum. Those are the two voices I saw for that character. Oh, Lord. I feel, I feel really bad that I came to that conclusion. Oh, Lord. And then my prediction for Barbara is going to seem a little weird. But I actually had Jessica Calvello because I thought Barbara was insane. That, 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 I that's also even did. <laughs> I also had Jessica uh, Cavello. You want, did we both come to that conclusion because she looks like Hanji? Yes. <laughs> wow. She's like point. Hanji with tits. <laughs> and it okay. looks like I'm the deviation on this one because I have Jessica Barbara as Caitlin Glass. Huh. So, alright, I had two others for Barbara. Alright, go ahead. Uh, Morgan Garrett and Anastasia... How do you say that? Munoz? Anas Mun what, say that again? Anastasia Munoz? Her, yes. Well, in traditional dub talk fashion, we're all fucking Please wrong. Don't. Yep. <laughs> I'm mad because I assumed, like, I went out of my way to assume the out-of-the-way <laughs> options. <laughs> that picked, never fucking works! I picked not obvious ones, and suddenly... Bam! <laughs> Jamie Markey. Jamie Markey. Yes, so Barbara is played by Jamie Markey, and Brittany is our wonderful director, Mike McFarlane, <laughs> because as everybody knows, is Mike McFarlane directing this anime? Where's Mike McFarlane's character? <laughs> That's not a place I expected him, but he had to be somewhere, I guess. But hey, he just... Here's the thing. I can't say if these guys do... I can't say if they do good for their characters, because I don't remember what they sounded like. No, 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 because I, 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 I like think I remember what Mike McFarlane sounded like this because it was weird hearing him sound like that. <laughs> Wait to go over. Roots, to go didn't over you some... Roots, didn't you watch this all today? You have the freshest memory. I watched episode one actually yesterday. Full disclosure, I only watched about an episode and a half because I had issues with my Funimation account. By the way, again, big again, big props to Funimation's tech support department because they got that taken care of like overnight. I think I put in my ticket after business hours and second business hours started up the next day, I was good to go. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you, yeah. Funimation Tech Support. Yeah, I got my response today, too, and they were actually, like, fairly qu quick. Usually it's, like, the day or, like, two days after, which isn't bad. <sighs> I mean, um, and then to go over some roles that Jamie Marquis has done, she has done characters like Meg in First Angel, the black-haired woman in Death Parade. I'm not saying her real name for in case anybody has not seen the character, seen the show. 
Um, tr unfortunately, she's the, she's Tristan in Divine Gate because somebody had to fucking do a job. She's Liz in Soul Eater. She's uh, Rinslet in Black Cat. She's Junko in Donkin Ropa the Animation, at least the Funimation dub. She's Rhea Scrimmery in High School DxD. She is Panty from Panty and Stocking, among many other roles. And Mike McFarlane, for those of you who don't know his voice work, he's Jean in Attack on Titan and Attack on Titan Junior High. He is, I believe he is Dog? I think he's Dog in, uh, obviously Master Roshi in Dragon Ball Z. Dog. He's also Baby Vegeta. He's also Buggy the Clown. GT, in GT doesn't exist. <laughs> also Buggy the Clown, he's Deldra in Blood Blockade Battlefront, and hey, Spartan, you know how you were saying that Britney's a really weird voice for Mike McFarlane to do? Yeah. I think I was the one who said that. Yeah. Uh, one of or, us did. Yeah, one of you said it. Okay, sorry. He also does Ritsu in Fruits Basket, who's also a crossdresser, and he's also Haruhi's Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh man, I totally forgot about that. Like, I totally Oron forgot about that. In Oron High School Host Club. Ah, that makes a lot totally of sense. I totally forgot about that. It's been a while. <laughs> so, Fruits Basket's a little fresher in my mind, because I actually just did a review of it, and let me tell you, listening to that dub, like, ten years later, freaked the shit out of me. <laughs> Especially that Eric Vale. That is a, a fresh watch of a fresh fruit basket. <laughs> Actually, it was mostly sitting there editing on Sony Vegas and crying the most of the <laughs> As a typical Megan would. I cried Anyways, at everything. So, so many rants before we move on. Brit this whole show is like fairly medieval fantasy-like setting where I could believe that most of these characters would be existing in a fantasy real-world setting. There's a couple of inconsistencies, but meh. But then there's Britney's everything, and it's like, where would you get that, that. hair gel, <laughs> that, that haircut? It's a fantasy RPG, that... you don't ask questions. Or, you know, like, fantasy RPG world. I have many questions for this show. Actually, I have many questions for shows of this genre, which we may get to later, because I have a checklist. We have a, why do you have a checklist? Have, have, wait, has the genre show... gotten to that point now? <laughs> okay you know what this show is this yes. is a trapped in a fantasy rpg mmo anime which has been recurring a lot before doing this when i as soon as i heard i was doing this episode i made a list of at least 20 questions to ask does this show follow this cliche or does it divulge from it Let's save this one for the end, because I want to have fun with this. We have work to do. We have work to- oh, lord. Hey, look on the bright side. At least not everybody's trying to fuck Haruhito. That is true. That's one of them. That's one of them. Sword Art Online drinking game. Drink if it wants to fuck Kirito. <laughs> Speaking of things that are fun and drunk. Thank you for making me awesome segues. Renji and Kikawa. Um, Renji being the badass guild leader who actually gets shit done and is rich and makes it rain. And Kikawa is our drunk uncle. And a warrior, I guess. Predictions. I got one of them right. Uh. See, I had predictions and I lost them and I remember I probably made something stupid because Daisuke Namikawa is Kikawa in the Japanese and I probably made a uh. bad joke about that. 
Is he a sports anime Seiyu? Yep! No. Okay. Everyone is! You'll find that out one day! By the way, did you see Kuriko in the new Assassination Hell concert? yes I did! <laughs> as well as Bobo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo-Bo
Shit, we I, killed him. Time to knock him off. I hate. I've watched it three times. I I I haven't even got. Why do you much. hurt yourself? Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. just avoid Kikawa. Just announce who Renji is, so you can stop being a brain dead zombie. I'll say I'll say this quickly about Todd is that, um. I forgot he was a character. I wrote this list before episode 5 came out, and then once I watched the dub of episode 5, I'm like, yep, he's chewing the scenery, and he's fucking great. He, we're never gonna see wait, him again, wait, wait, but wait, he's wait, wait. great. Todd Habricord and scenery chewing? <laughs> no! Yes, yes, redundant. Next thing redundant. you'll tell me is bear shit in the woods or something. Okay, you know, I'm gonna do Renji quickly. I had the two. Pope might be Catholic. Ah. <laughs> uh. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 don't, know. He, I, don't, I don't know if he's got a question. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> I just I just thought of a great joke for once we get to there. Okay, Renji, I had two predictions. One, I, I saw one voice completely for him, and then I picked the other one as a, okay, maybe it might be this backup, but I really want this first guy. Uh, my my main one that I really expected to see was Robert okay. McCollum oh, yeah, because I saw a lot of Shinya Kogami and uh, was yeah. it Ginty? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I saw I saw a lot of He's that Ginty kind of. He's Ginty in his many other forms of Ginty. Many of other forms of Ginty. I saw Robert McCollum as like the this is the one I think who it is, and then I put the extra as like a safety net, and the extra was the one I got right because the extra was Megan. You're gonna need to help me out on this name. Already, Jason Lebrecht. Lebrecht. Thank you. I can't. I was. You know what? It makes me mad. For most of these, I had three predictions. On the ones I had, like only one or two predictions, I got those right. <laughs> God damn it! By the way, by the way, completely unrelated. The priest is episode four. I only had one prediction, and I got it right. <laughs> Kent Get Williams. to him. God damn it! Fuck you, Kent Williams. Not really. Fuck you, Detective Man. I'm still pissed about that stupid fucking episode. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, I, cu anyway. I cut into Renji's screen time. Anyways, back to Renji. Yeah, He's much. there. <laughs> Moving on. on. Yeah, basically Renji shows up, makes it rain, and then leaves. Um, that's it. That is literally all Renji does. Jason, Jason does good? Wrecked. Yeah, Jason does yeah. good? Jason does good things. He does good shows. Honestly, I don't think I'm ever going to see him do anything quite as fucking mind-breakingly fantastic as Yato. Do you want to hear mind-breakingly bad, though? No. Watch Black Butler. Um, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Black well, I have Jason... to watch that at some point because Anaplex... is taking all over because it... Anyway, Jason I LeBrack... own all of Brotherhood. Come... Come take it from my hands, fuckers! I have it on Blu-ray and DVD. Calm down! Calm oh, down, Mini Hardy. God, oh god, why? Anyway, well, why? Well, Andrew freaks out why? over here. Jason Lebrecht's roles why? include John in Aquarion, Kisaragi in Basilisk, unfortunately Finian in Black Butler, Train in Black Cat, um, Hie Hey in God, Chinese Electric <laughs> Batman, um. <laughs> Akira, Akira Takazawa in Eden of the East, and of course Yato in Noragami, as well as Heath in Prince of Stride, and yes, Gigi's still pissed. <laughs> also, he's unfortunately Shaoran in Tsubasa Chronicles, uh, <laughs> because that show makes no fucking sense. I'm okay now. I came to the terms of my existence. Anyway, Jason does a good job. I just, 
The problem with a lot of the characters that we're covering early on they right now exist. is that... They do fucking nothing. It's basically saying they did the part good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's can, it. Thank you for... Here's your paycheck. <laughs> Go home. Like, the, the only one that's really stood out as doing anything kind of interesting was Todd and his drunken <laughs> antics. And speaking of Todd and his drunken antics, Todd Habricorn also plays characters like Trillum and Andela Zero. Firo in Bacano, Yuichiro in Big Windup, um, I'm gonna go down to all the good roles, uh, Haru in Free, Natsu in Fairy Tale, because god I knew someone would find me if I forgot <laughs> to mention Fairy Tale, I would be probably shot dead in the street, Italy in Hitalia, uh, Judal in Magi, as well as many other roles, including one of my favorites, Taro in Okami-san and her seven companions. I need to watch that. I see a lot of I, that. That's uh, like a very good one. I'm kind of happy on that too. <laughs> and I'm like pouring it. one out for Bacano. And then I gotta mop it up because this floor <laughs> yeah, is hardwood. Bacano is <laughs> also on my shelf. Come get it's it. Not, it it's not on mine, but I'll win. <laughs> rest, rest in peace the license for Vacano. Here tonight, we pour one out for you. I'd go get a Smirnoff to pour one out like I did for Chicken Gun, but it's in the garage. What the fuck are we talking uh, about right now? Pouring one out for a good anime, damn it. I agree, but I realized for like a split second, I'm like, what show are we talking about? You don't remember the point where I got drunk to the end of Tokyo <laughs> We're talking about a lot of things right now. I think we're talking about Todd's drunken antics. Oh, right, we're doing... Oh, man, this is terrible. <laughs> we're doing... This is great. Steph is gonna murder me. I'm gonna die at Anime Boston. I'm gonna get killed. Honestly, I made a lot of very lewd food jokes in Dagashikashi. I think you'll be okay. <sighs> so, agreements, Todd Chu scenery, Todd Habercorns in this anime... Shit's expected. Renji, he does shit. Yep. Moving on. He brings CGI Tom coins. Jason Lieberchter, badass. That's really all we can say. Yeah, pretty much. They are good actors doing characters yeah, that yeah, exist. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of characters that exist, Moguzo. <laughs> okay, alright. <laughs> we getting into it. <laughs> Basically, now we're kind of getting into the main the main group. Mogozo is the big warrior with a giant sword who's good at cooking and basically being a fat waifu. Um, he's not fat. He's just big. He's just big. big. No, he's not he's just fat. muscular. He's overly sexy. No, he's not fat. He's overly sexy. Okay. That is fair. Okay, I'll accept that. But yes, Mogozo is the big, very soft-spoken warrior. Um, predictions. Um, I don't know, like, I had a really hard time coming up with this one, so I just kind of <laughs> so yeah. I think I just kind of said Jerry Jewel because someone else gave I, someone else gave him, but then I was like, sure, why not? Jerry Jewel. <laughs> you probably got it from me. I also had <laughs> Yeah, probably was. <laughs> I also had Jason I also had Jason Liebrecht for this role. I don't remember who I had it again. I do feel really bad because I lost my prediction list. I don't know what computer I left it on, and I looked for it for like two and a half days and I could not fucking find it. Um, God, I don't remember who I had. I probably had some. God, why do I say I had like Jeremy Inman for some reason? Because I thought Chris Bevins was going to direct this show, so I said Jeremy Inman. 
because he plays a big kind of character like this in um, Terror and Resonance. Um, of did course, you... we're, we're all wrong again. Did you, uh, did you do Chris Guerrero? Because I also had Chris Guerrero. I might have had Chris Guerrero. I don't remember. I, I really honestly don't remember. I Look, really no, none of us know, but you got to pretend <laughs> like you know. That's how theater okay, works. Okay, I said Chris Guerrero, <laughs> damn it. Good. Your we're choice all wrong. is Chris Guerrero. I had Chris Guerrero. We're all wrong. Wrong. So the correct answer for Mogazo is Jared Green, who plays characters like Genji in Divine Gate. We're sorry. <laughs> Yang in Gangsta. Uh, Argo we're in Guilty. We're sorry. <laughs> we're all Argo in Guilty Crown. We're sorry. Kishward. Sato in, in Level. We just we just need the BP guy from yeah. South Park just saying <laughs> sorry. 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 That's one of my favorites, by the um, way. <laughs> I know, it's so good. But at least you're Kishward in uh, Heroic Legend of Arms. Yep. <laughs> um, so, Mogozo, Jared Green is Mogozo. Um, I like when he yells at Ranta, but then again, anybody yelling at Ranta makes it the episode instantly better. <laughs> Ranta does everything wrong. He, yeah, pretty much. Basically... Jared is soft-spoken for most of the time, but he can do the battle noises good, and when he needs to freak out in the bar scene, he can freak out pretty good, and it's pretty cool. It's He really does, I think he does hold his own, because um, especially with the male voices, they're all very strong in this show. Um, especially between... Where do, where we'll get to it! We'll get, we'll get <laughs> to that pain in the ass. Um, fucking Ranta. Um... But I, I really like it. Again, there is I don't think there is an unsolid voice in the stub. Um, unsolid. Not solid. The, uh, the opposite poverty. Um, Grimgar's Bizarre Adventure. Dub is unsolid. <laughs> dub is solid. Shut up. I can English. I can't wait for part four of JoJo. And I said I, and so I can't ready. wait to be disappointed. I will never come here because one of the best up. <laughs> Thanks, Warner yeah, Brothers. God. <laughs> look, look. As long as I can do it on, crunch, as long as I can watch it on Crunchyroll, I'm satisfied. <laughs> but boy, boy, so, you're right. This shows you how much Mogazo matters. <laughs> that we're talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Mogazo's actually a good he... character. It's just like there's not much to really say on him. I think he'll probably get a moment to shine later on, but so far... He'll probably just... die because of it. Yeah. He will probably die. He's gonna die. They're no. all gonna die. No, no, if this show wants to actually... Pr Here's what it is. If this show wants to actually prove itself as, like, an actual somebody or anybody can die, they need to kill a girl. This is gonna sound weird... But the girls are all there because light novel. But kill Mary! No, 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 Cinnamon roll, 10 out of 10, would have cooked soup for me in 
piss poor conditions again. And because the Mogu and Speaking because Moguzo is the cinnamon roll, he probably has a death flag on him. Speaking of things with the death flag, uh, literally at this point, I'm actually gonna stop for a second. If you have, we are actually going to spoil this show. We if have a spoiler have, warning at the beginning of these. Remember? Yeah, I'm gonna record it like after we're done. But seriously, if you somehow ignored the giant spoiler warning at the beginning of this episode, and you're somehow, like, 40 fucking minutes into this video, I guess we've really been here for 40 minutes, this is the point where I'm gonna hope either Lilac puts an annotation on to skip part of the- to skip part of this, or anything. We are going to be spoiling episode 4 of the show. So, this is your fair warning. If you don't care, keep going. If you don't, Stop the video at this point. Okay. Go actually watch Grimgar and Turn then Turn back. back while you so still are we, So are we can. doing who I think we're talking about? Are we doing who I think we're Probably. doing right now, okay? We're talking about Monito. Monito's yep. dead. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so because Monito dies, I totally casted him as Micah Solo. Uh, of course you did. Of Fucking of course you did. You I'm sorry, he dies in like everything he's in. And if he didn't die in that show, Yuichiro makes up for it for dying like six times! I'm surprised. I actually don't have my gun. Me neither. I haven't had it either. For some reason, I had Josh Grimm for about a day. As did I. As did I. That would have been good. I had Z Charles Bolton I also... because I had Zach Bolton directing it. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting choice. Actually, would have made a lot of sense to make it. Okay. But uh, I have two more. Does anybody else have any more? I'm done. Uh, no, I just had Micah just because Micah basically all of his characters always die, basically. Okay, the last two. Named. The last two I had were Austin Tyndall and Joel McDonald. Sorry, that <laughs> meme is dead. Um, so Austin Tyndall and Joel McDonald. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so of course we're all fucking wrong again. Um, as per our normal thing. Our, our lovely, our lovely, sweet priest is Justin Breiner. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Justin, you're a cool guy, and you're kind of one of the reasons why I'm still actually watching Heavy Objects. <laughs> yep. Because, holy shit, you're great in that, like... You, you, the, I honestly think I prefer him doing like more comedic stuff like this and Final Fantasy Machina Bridge because holy shit, his his timing's great. Also, I can't wait to hear him as like adult as like Teen Gohan for DBZ a Bridge once we get to Boo Saga. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Justin Reiner and other things, he is obviously he will be young Trunks, Teen Trunks or no Teen, teen Gohan. Gohan. Teen Gohan. Teen Han and Team Four Stars Final Fantasy. God, God I already damn. did it. Here, let me Shut do it. Shut up! Damn you! Uh, uh, Dragon Ball abridged, as well as being Cloud in Final Fantasy Mechano Bridge. He is unfortunately also in Divine Gate as Brenner. He is Alfonso. Oh, can't say that because they're doing a Garo episode. He's Quinther in Heavy Objects. Elam in the Heroic Legend of Arslan. Reiji in Prince of Stride. Of course, he is my sweet, precious, beautiful Mikayla, and of course, he's dead in this show. Thanks, mom. For <laughs> okay, my hold soul. up a second. Did you say Machina Bridge? Shut up! I can't <laughs> pronounce anything. Machina Bridge. 
I actually did machinima with people for a while. I've learned how to pronounce that. I just shot that stuff. I just shot a stuffed animal into a laundry bag. What? Okay. Three points. <laughs> do you want a medal? I do want a medal. Kobe. You know who does want a medal? Monito. You know who can't get that medal anymore? <laughs> Monito. Because he's dead. He wins the. He, he wins the die trying award. Really? Like, oh. Get the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who isn't going to be able to get out anymore. <laughs> really? <laughs> Have you been saying this I need to get all of these death jokes out of the way. Because, oh uh, god, I, 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 I think we should back inside. <laughs> I just like how Roots is doing the fucking bugle in the back. Meanwhile, Tess plays softly in the background. <laughs> More dignified funeral than he actually got. Can we just say this? Monito kind of has like the most undignified death I think I've seen in an anime in a while for a named character. He's kind of getting shot in the back. They carry him out to the woods. He's just like Haru, you know. You must. <laughs> and then he's just dead. I kind of like the fact that they try to save him, and it's just like, he's already dead, and... If it... you don't cremate him, he's oh, gonna God, we need that a healer. Oh, wait. That, that was weird oh, story fuck. stuff, but I actually really liked how the grief took a while to get in there. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, I thought uh, that was well, like... Man, I'm, I'm gonna be really keep going. <laughs> Boy, I need to talk about Justin Briner instead of going into that, because I'm gonna go into that. Justin Briner. He does a pretty alright job. I think it's a little... Like, there's a couple of moments where it seems a little stiff, but maybe it's just because I'm more used to hearing Justin in a lot of more uh, comedic roles. Uh, I, feel, like, uh, I feel kind of the opposite answer. I thought it was the best role of the entire show. <laughs> okay, well, straight man roles and yeah. Mika. Because that is not a straight man rule. God damn it. Oh, I just got that. Oh. Damn, that was good. Damn. I'm salty about that. You know who else is salty? You, Ichiro. You. You have no idea how it was to... You have no idea how excited I was for that episode, for, like, waiting for the rest of you all to catch up for it. Like, I was like, yes, get to the really gay part. I am, I am so sorry that we have derailed this as much as we have. Justin Briner does a pretty good job. Oh. There's a couple of moments where I think it sounds a little stilted, but maybe that's just because I'm not used to him doing, like, the serious role. But when he does do serious and, we, and he does do action, he actually does a pretty good job, and he's a good authoritative leader voice. I'm done. Yeah. I'll stop talking. I Please. agree. Uh, like I said before, I thought it was the best performance, personally. I wouldn't say it was the best performance, and in my opinion, I really did like it, though. I was actually very... I was surprised when I saw the casting, I was like, really, Justin? And I was also kind of wanting to, like, kill people, but I was a little upset that, because I knew he died. I knew he died when the casting came out. Um, but I really do think that he did a good job for it, and... I kind of wish he would get to stick around a little bit more, but 
I again, Monito dies for a reason. People die when they are killed to quote a bad meme. Um, you mean to quote a bad character? Okay. Uh, just we're not talking about fate. Um, so I mean, I would love, I would have loved to see more, but from what we did get to see, I really did like his performance. Um, I don't know if it'll change between this and the DVD release. Um. Again, we haven't seen any of the broadcast dubs, at least from last year, hit shelves necessarily yet, but we're going to learn in a couple weeks, uh, in a couple months. Psychopath 2 moving maybe on, out? I don't know. Yeah, 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 it's out. I think, no, Psychopath 2 is out. Came out, like, this week, actually. Oh, and because we need to bring her up, um, we kind of did. Uh, Mary is the healing replacement that they get, and because we were originally supposed to do this Tuesday... But we had some technical difficulties, so we got to see episode five, and we learned who played Mary. Um, it was Jade Saxton. Uh, unfortunately, for right now, Mary's kind of a bitch. Anyways, um, Mary exists, and she's kind of a bitch right now. I can't wait to see her redemption, tragic packs, packs, past story, past backstory, past. Oh wow, I am a dumbass, and I did this backwards. Speaking of tragic little cinnamon buns, um. Shihoru. Yeah, I, I was wondering. Break. I am so dumb. I actually just... We were supposed to do Shihoru before Monoto, well. but... <laughs> we, so... You it's don't kind of a good segue, though, if you think about it. It was a good segue. You don't admit your mistakes, which is great, because now I can do this joke. Oh. Shihoru and Monoto were totally going to be a good couple, and if things worked out, she probably would have gotten a nice facial. Instead, the only facial she got was covered uh. in ash. <laughs> oh, boo! Boo! <laughs> boo! 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 Ah, the song feels so good. Calm down! Calm down, Kurito. That's what you are now. You are now not Gurren. For the rest of this episode, you will be addressed as not Gurren. My eyebrows are pretty big, so that works. Damn it, take my insult and stop making it worse. Right. Oh, well, anyway. So, uh, let me see what she... I had for that. Uh, I probably had Don Bennett or something. Uh, so, uh, so, okay, I was kind of really lazy with mine. So for Zero, I said Felicia Angel and Fred April. Much the same for me. I, I think I had... <laughs> wait, hold up. Let me, let me get my list up. I was zoning out for a second. Uh, I also had Felicia Angel. I also had Felicia for <laughs> Shiaru. I also had uh, Megan Shipman and Natalie Hoover. Work. Give me just one sec. I have... But I need to remember the name. She is Felicia. <laughs> it's me. Yep. I I can't picture. Okay, Alexis I can't picture. Okay. Ah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Eh. So I guess I guess that's it. We're all wrong. So. <laughs> so when yeah, do we get to the wrong. part? Okay, I was about to say. When do we get to the part where we're all wrong? Uh, it's every, it's now, every time, all the time. So, Shihoru is played by Sarah Wiedenhaf. Sarah Wiedenhaf is characters like Michela in Blood Blockade Battlefront, Jane in a circle, uh, the Certain Magical Index movie, unfortunately she's Undyne in Divine Gate, and Anya in Dragonair Academy. Also, she's in Hewnie Pop because Hardy's not gonna let us live it down if we don't bring it up. 
Yep. She's uh, Minako, Minako in Ultimate Otaku Teacher, Rinka in Tokyo ESP, and she's Christina in Sky Wizards Academy, and of course she's Akia in Show Me Sample because someone had to suffer through Show Me Sample. Um, Show Me Sample. Show me, show me. Show me Sample. Show me the money. Show me the better anime. <laughs> show me the titties. So how do we feel about Shiharu? She is precious. Yeah, yeah, this is my, yeah, this is my third dude, time uh, hearing Sarah. Dude. Sarah Weedenhep sounds adorable. I started hearing her in a lot more things recently. Actually, today she was just cast as an idol girl on TV in Heavy Object. And boy, she has a really cute voice. Shit's really cute, and I really like it, actually. <laughs> Also, I was saying she sounded cute. I expected people to be like, hmm, hmm. Oh, she does. Just like dead silence. silence. Like everybody was judging me. I'm, so, like, I'm sorry, I was trying to judge you. <laughs> yes, you were. Admit it. Judge him. Judge Kareto hard. I, I've been more than a little eccentric. I probably deserve it. I apologize. Rude? Yeah, well, she's basically really good at doing the precious cinnamon roll character, and that's what we got. She's also good at effective dramatic yep. crying. Yeah, she just. She's also good at opening the window at the wrong time. Oh god, fuck that scene. She just like opens the window and there and she just looks down and is like, oh they fucking. Uh, so, and then she's like, ah! Somebody brought that to my attention recently where I was thinking to myself, why did she look outside and ruin that moment? But then it's like, you're 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 outside and you're inside taking a bath, and then you hear people screaming and crying and bawling their eyes out, you're probably gonna be like, what the fuck's what? going on? And then and then you, you see a guy maybe get the sympathy <laughs> blow, but, uh... Hey, you never know. My the friends are Bob dead! could be looking for revenge. <laughs> oh, no! Rest in peace, Bob. Haruhito was getting the facial she never was able to God damn it! Yeah, I brought it back! Shut up! I'm Ugh. sorry. I, actually, I'm not sorry, but Speaking I'm Speaking of, of people who should shut up, Ranta. Oh, good segue! Yeah. <laughs> Ranta, the most annoying fucking character in the uh, show. I'm Holy very shit. proud. I'm very proud I said yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, okay. Just, Ranta, a.k.a. Mansa. No, okay, well, I'm pretty sure no one here is see. I'm pretty sure no one here besides Root is see Chirabako, but if you've seen Chirabako, he's pretty much... He's pretty much yes. Adam Otaro. <laughs> yeah. Yes! He is! He so is! Oh, he vault. Yes, he is. <laughs> Which is even funnier because... Because they're both... They're both fucking Yoshino. So perfect. <laughs> really? That's funny. Aw, oh, Jesus Christ. I love when voice actor gags happen. I just um, so, predictions for annoying asshole. Let me see. Uh, where is mine? Oh! I'm pretty sure I said <laughs> Austin Tyndall. By the way, you know what's funny? What? This was where I put Justin really? Grinder. 
That's a, that's a yes. interesting. That's yeah. really uh, funny. That's so, really so, so, funny. Okay, okay, I was really lazy with mine. I said Clifford Chapman. <laughs> I, I also, I also I said, said Clifford Chapman. We all said Clifford. I actually said Sunny Street. What? <laughs> what? There we go. Really? Um, kind of a weird story. I thought he would be playing, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Rage of Bahamut. Uh, Favaro. Oh. And oh. they share, they share a voice actor, so I just kind of Occam razored it. <laughs> okay, I've been more than guilty of casting Austin Tyndall as anybody played by Natsuki Hayane, so... But, but uh, it's actually here you can use it now. <laughs> I had one more for Ranta, and this is a little bit of a weird one that I don't think any of you guys know. Um, for, for my last one for Ranta, I have Alejandro Saab. You're probably thinking, who? Alejandro Saab is a guy I follow on YouTube recently. I followed on YouTube for a while. He does a bunch of like video game stuff, particularly with Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. He's got almost 200k subscribers, been a fan of him for a while. He recently started doing like voice roles at uh, Funimation. I know he's very close to people like Dawn Bennett, because I've actually chatted with Dawn a couple of times, because she's a mod in his like Twitch stream. And he's been doing stuff recently. I don't know when he's going to get breakout stuff. His first role was a mini character in Dance with Devils, by the way. And he was also in Prince of Stride as like some guy playing volleyball in the first episode. <laughs> Oh. And I was thinking, what would be a good place to get, like, a new voice like Alejandro? And I thought, he, he's very, like, comedic, eccentric in his, like, gameplay stuff. And I thought that would have worked really well for Ranta. And it's like, you know what? I thought that would have been a cool place to put him and get his, like, introduction. Guess what? We all are again. Wrong. Say it with Wrong. me. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Ain't so, that cute. Yeah. But it's wrong! <laughs> God, we are horrible. <laughs> so, Ranta, the annoying little fuck weasel, is being played by Orion Pitts. Orion Pitts is characters like Shin in AM Driver, uh, Tosai Yoshida in Assassination Classroom, Dog Hummer in Blood Blockade Battlefront, um, Kairi Osiha, uh, Kairi Okuyasu in Peach Girl, Andy in Sult and Andy in Sultan uh -huh. Ray. Honestly, he's really, really good at Ronto. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, uh, I gotta wait for it. Honestly, I think he's I Ronto's a bitch, but he's one of the he, he does one of the best performances in the dub. Yeah, honestly, he's he's one of the reasons you should watch this dub. He is fantastic. Characters is shit, but oh my god, he does such a good job as being a shit. But he says that character. But he also does like a really good dramatic role too, because like the whole scene with the bar and whenever things are getting really tense, he actually does a really good job, and it's kind of interesting. I, I I think what you is it Orion Pitts? Yeah, Orion Pitts. Orion Pitts. Props to you, my man. That's some solid. That's some solid acting. That's some solid screaming. Uh, Alejandro Saab. His YouTube channel is Kagi Films. I'm not sure if I brought that up. Um, anyway, um, raw root. Okay. How do you feel? 
bear in mind, I only have about an episode and a half of the dub behind me, so I don't have as much... Those are the worst ones. I don't have much of a baseline, eh, but defining scene where Ronta slays the goblin. Yes. Yeah. Like, he gets emotional, and you can feel it. It is tangible and palpable. That is... That is such a good scene. And then it turns into a music video. And then he decides, hey, I'm gonna deal with my grief by peeking at naked girls. As most teenage boys do, but fuck. As most... Oh, God damn it, Ronta! It's the... It's... Every time Ronta's on screen is when I'm reminded, oh yeah, this is a light novel anime. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ronta. But, um, honestly, he is fantastic as Ronta. Uh, oh yeah, he, he's yeah, really um, strong. Wait, uh, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know if I like it as much as he were Yuki Yoshida's performance, just because that guy's, like, really good at playing douches. <laughs> but it's a, it's a good performance. <laughs> Anyway, moving on to... Okay, I can't even make a segue into here. Welcome to Grim the Fantasy Gar of Ass... Fantasy... God See damn it. See an ass. Welcome to the Fantasy and Ass portion of this side. You may. <laughs> um, Grimgar I'll... of Fantasizing over Yume's ass. I'll say it right now. My prediction for Yume was Ashley Birch. Uh, that's okay. Huh. I, I can see it. I had... First thing I thought of when I saw her, I was like, Oh, she's dumber Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I was just incredibly Actually, lazy all across the board with mine. Uh, for Yume, I hit two. One was Caitlin Glass, and the other was Alexis Tipton. I also had Alexis. Uh, I had Terry Doty, because she seemed a little more like a tomboy character to me. Hmm, kind of interesting. Please cast Terry Doty in more things. I love Terry Doty. Uh, she's currently in Parasite right now. On... I know, but I'm piss scared of Parasite, therefore I don't watch it. It's it's body horror, the <laughs> the anime. That's why I don't watch but, but, but it. But you got from Tokyo Ghoul. Really it's not a drama. Tokyo Ghoul has funnily colored Kagune, and that's how I can get away with it. I've look, actually had a look, discussion about this with someone. Look, stop fooling us. You know it's because of the boys' love <laughs> element. I've seen a have lot you seen of a arts. certain character voiced by <laughs> Okay, first of all, Skiyama is a giant region bisexual. And two, we're not discussing this right now. Um, I have read enough of that manga. I know more about that series than most people should. So okay. we're going to talk about the actual actresses because we're all wrong again. I actually had Trina Nishimura and Dawn Bennett as well. I got sidetracked because I was trying to make a joke, and I feel bad. I I apologize. It's okay. Hey, because Janine Trado is in this anime. Damn it! I was working for the good segue. Fuck. Calm your titties. We'll get that. We'll get to a good segue. Janine Trado has like three roles. One of them being, unfortunately, Lamarek in Divine Gate. We're um, sorry. Three. Sorry. She's also. Just a heads a... up for everybody that doesn't know, a lot of us at du Dub Talk do not enjoy. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. I had to suffer that episode. <laughs> He's like. Jed is like, excuse me, you didn't actually have to watch the fucking show. I very episode. 
You ch you walked on the battlefield. <laughs> it's actually a really good dub, but. Mm. To be fair, we didn't know if Grimgar was going to be good, and honestly, I hated the first two episodes of Grimgar. I loved the first episode of this show! I, I was like, I, I despise the first episode of this show. It was fucking awful. It Speaking was of like... other shows that are also fucking awful, she's also ha Hakuya in Show Me Sample. I feel like... Okay, that was... Oh, God. <laughs> See, look, it's so bad, it's making you die. Yeah. Just like Monito. I scream and then I die. That's Just basically like that's basically voice acting in a nutshell. Imagine how much like, imagine how fucked up their voices must have been after. Episode Chris Sabat didn't sound like that before Vegeta. Um. So yeah, Journey and Trado is Yume. Uh, I like it. Yume also does the most satisfying thing in the entire anime so far, and that is smacking Ranta. <laughs> Oh, that was being so an asshole. That was so good. It, that was up there with Shinya punching Gurren. Um, which was in and of itself quite satisfying. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about Janine. Janine. Yes. Let's talk about Janine. At first, I thought it was like it was pretty all right. It was pretty decent. But as I started watching more of it, I kind of realized, wow. She actually has a pretty good, like, she talks pretty good, but she also sounds kind of, like, cutesy, but also, uh, like, she can, uh, I lost my train of thought. She, she does, she, her voice sounds really cute, but it also sounds like she can take charge and be supported of Shioru and whatnot, but she's also good at doing the dramatic stuff, especially in episode so four. Five. And episode especially, five. especially episode five. We will get to that in a moment, but boy, she cries good and she makes me feel things. She makes me feel emotions from the heart instead of making me feel things from the derriere. Oh. I was gonna say, she doesn't just give you a weird boner. She does not just give me a weird boner, she gives me an emotional boner. <laughs> that doesn't sound much better. <laughs> I have the weirdest emotional boner right now. Boy! I did not think that was true. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not even- I'm just not even- I just- I have to text that to some- I just have to text that to boss lady. Oh god. Oh god. What, what the fuck? What have you done? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just she, she does Jet, great. Jet, can you just start playing taps for his dignity? Oh, fuck my life. <laughs> oh, are you doing O'Tannon, <laughs> Bile? I thought he was doing a Christmas that, 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 No, no, that's Taps. That is not Taps! Well, that's at least Taps how I do it. Well, I do boys. Okay, well, I do boys. You know what? That's kind of how I do when, when we When we get to the... When we actually... Okay, you know what? When we actually talk about the episode 5 scene in full, I'm going to be as serious as I can. But speaking of serious, and speaking of dramatic, and speaking of fucking amazing, let's talk about Haruhito. Excuse me, that's my fucking job. So let's talk about <laughs> Haruhito. Okay, fine. But in, in honesty, Yume, everyone, we all yep. agree it's good. It's really good. Okay. Oh, someone was saying something and I had to no. them and I feel like an okay. asshole. Nope. Um, 
Yume's ass so fine, make Haruhito cry. Alright, uh, okay, let me it. see. Uh, my prediction for Haruhito, I said Joel McDonald. I think I also had Joel McDonald. I had Robert McCollum. Really? Yeah, because, you know, he, he kind of has the the deeper, kind of older teen voice, so... I, I don't know if it was that deep. I'm so glad that was... It was kind of deep, like, deeper than typical uh, Kirito Soma Bell voice actor that they, I was expecting to voice this character. Yeah, I had him because of uh, Reiner from Attack on Titan, basically. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Oh, because it's the yeah. same Japanese okay. voice. Okay, yeah, okay. I honestly don't... Oh, God, I feel really bad for not remembering who I put. Let's just say uh, you had Austin Tyndall. Probably. <laughs> just... Knowing me, it's... Knowing me, it's like a wheel... It's a wheel I spin. Is it Austin, Micah, Cliff, or Justin? Um, but because we're all wrong, and this is actually the fifth spoke of my wheel now... Boys, cover your ears. Oh, boy. I know this is coming. Let's just deal with it. I'm taking my headphones, headphones out. Do it out. as loud as you, you need are to. You are good to go. Jet? I'm, not, I'm, I'm clear. Jet, do you have yours out? Dad, Mom, I'm really sorry about this. God, here we... When I die, put this on my tombstone. It's... Dario! Wow, I heard that. Same. <laughs> Alright. Rico Fajardo. Ahem. Rico Fajardo is unfortunately an absolute duo. As Toro Kokede, he's Gokui and Aria the Scarlet Ammo, Itona an Assassination Classroom, Emilio in Gangsta. He is Daryun, of course, in the Heroic Legend of Arslan, Ryuik from Lord Marksman in Vandalus. Yugiha and Noragami are Goto, Takaru in Prince of Stride, Kai in Show by Rock, Lloyd in Sky Wizards Academy, and Shusuke in We Without Wings. I am really sorry if I heard no, no, it's okay. It's okay, my headphones. You're, you're fine. You're fine. My <laughs> yeah, headphones are out too. Root, can yeah, you can really hear, you. hear yeah. me? Like, like clear as yeah. day? I'm gonna laugh if, like, my headphone picked up from my microphone, you screaming, Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Mini might have picked really it up fun. too. So, so who wants? So who wants to talk about uh, Rico Fajardo first? Because I want to go last. Because I really. I'm wanna... sorry. Holy shit! Is this a good yeah. performance? Is it? Uh... Like, okay. I, I honestly, honestly, like, I've seen like I like him as Itana in Assassination Classroom. I like him as um. I, well, Mage was kind of a shitty performance in Dance with Devils, or at least it wasn't that good. I think he's really good as Takaru in Prince of Stride, and I actually now wish that, of all things, I like Todd Hapricorn. I wish that he would have actually been Haru in Free. Um, honestly, Rico is becoming a big name for a reason, and I am very happy with this performance. I think he, he handles this show so well and i think the best thing that he does is the grief that haruhito has can i talk about that yeah. just go andrew just, just let him have it boys okay i want to talk about just for uh, first episode four episode four is just the freak out stuff but it's not immediate freak out it's 
trying to go and save him. They go to the priest, voiced by Kent Williams, that I got right, and then they're talking about how, please save Monito, please do anything. He's already dead. It's like, what are you talking about? You just gotta, like, fix him up. He'll be alright. You know how to do that, right? You can save him, right? What are you talking about, right? And it's just this, this gradual realization on him and on everybody, but especially just the way he does it. It's, it's building up. You can feel it coming up in his vocal performance, and when it comes out, it's like there's a moment where he's just kind of like clinging, but he's still not crying or screaming yet. And when they're talking about um, how they need to give him a cremation, they need to give him a oh cremation. Lord, that part hurts. That so part much. hurts because the priest is like, I, I will be willing to pay for the full thing, and he screams, No! We'll do it. It was, it was like. Fuck. Holy shit. Because he's like, the, the moment where he's just like, he's our, we, he's, he is, was our, and, and he's just choking up, like, taking his break, catching himself, breathing in and out. These were the things I noticed, and then it was like, fuck. <laughs> there fuck. is... Like, it's honestly, as a performance, it's so, it's so hard to describe from our end. And I kind of joked on Wednesday when we did the episode five, um, if there was ever a competition for Elizabeth Maxwell's Bishamon cry, it's Rico's Haruhito uh, crying. Oh, boy. Like, the I want an ugly cry-off between Elizabeth Maxwell and Rico. By the way, there are numerous times where I will constantly and willingly make sexual suggestive jokes. You know from this whole episode, if you've stuck around long enough, I've made plenty of them. I don't know why you have at this point. Um, I just... I don't know either. We I don't know I, how we got Root and Jets to stick around for this long. I have no self-control and I apologize. But what I was gonna say, during that whole scene where they're just cry, like, in episode 5, the gradual... The cuddle cry. That I wasn't even thinking like, oh man, he's gonna get the, he's, she's gonna get that Grimgar D. It's like no, it's just, holy shit, he's really coming to terms with the fact that wow, my best friend is dead, and the idea that she was hurt because they didn't come to talk about it together. They were just like, we should deal with this, and. Did nobody talk to each other? Aren't we close? Don't we deserve to talk about this? And the realization that they were just distant and not not communicating. And that they realized, wow, Monotone's gone. That's what's gone. driving us that's what's driving us apart. That's what's driving us apart is that we can't accept we're not talking or accepting the fact that our best friend is gone and we don't know what to do. And when he lets it out, and it's like at first she's just crying. But he cries more, and he just he falls down, and he buries himself in her, in, in like her chest. Not in, not even like in a sexual way. It's just like he just needs support. His face. His face. He's just gone. And that whole scene where she's like, "They're there." She was yelling at him, and then she realized he's as broken as she is, and they're there for each other. And that scene. That scene. Wow. 
that got serious. Well, yes. Um... I've been making a lot of jokes for this night. I wanted to be dead serious for that moment because Rico Fajardo and everybody else that did that dr dramatic stuff, everybody did different dramatic stuff, but all of the main five did really good dramatic renditions of expressing grief and sorrow in different ways, and that's where I feel this show's biggest strength and what sets it apart more than other Trapped in a Fantasy MMO shows that's what sets it apart, is that, that mm. this. That's what everybody's talking about. That's why people are not no longer talking about, oh, this is another shitty fan service show. Because the first couple of episodes, oh my god, it was like, hey, I'm not going to listen to you because your boobs aren't as big as hers. And then talking about, like, oh, they're, oh I'm, I'm just fat, tee-hee. And it's like, oh god, this is fucking gross. But then when it started getting to the dramatic, brutal stuff, and when it started to get to the actual drama, it's like, boy, this might actually be worth sticking around for. And honestly, I think that kind of leads into, like, the final thoughts as a, we as have. A, I think we can... Oh, uh, I was gonna give my, um, two cents on that. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know, it's, sorry. No, it's okay. I, I always feel bad because I'm kind of the outlier on the, his performance. Like, is that, like, like, at first I was kind of a little, uh, skeptical on it because it, it's not a little silted to me at first, but that's kind of the character, so I can't really fault it for that. But then when we got to episode 4 and we saw the freak out, I was really sold on it. It was great. Uh. I mean, I think Haruhito is kind of a generally awkward human being. Um, I wish, and I mean, I think this is a really good way to kind of lead into the final thoughts we have for the episode. Um, it's a, it's a good, it's a, I love this show. Like, I honestly, it, it, I, Yeah, I really yeah it's not the word long horizon for me in terms of, like, trying to the game shows that are actually worthwhile. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was when, when, at least from my end, as when Hardy, Steph, and I were all kind of, like, together, like, okay, shit, who's gonna do what episode? I was like, I'm taking Grimgar, this is mine. It and was... I didn't know fuck all about this show. Like, I literally had never heard of this Yep, franchise. I walked into a blind team. I'm happy... Yeah, I think I'm happy I got to come into this blind and that I think I kind of won, like, the best show to talk about lottery. Yes, I'm I, actually I went, happy I yeah, went in blind I went from for best show too. to worst show, so because... I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I'm yeah, happy. you're like, I'm I happy sat through because... Divine Gate and I came out a god. I'm happy because this is an A1 picture show, and A1 picture shows can go either No, I, I, actually, I think but I went so pretty good in... way. Yeah, I'm they, like, I they, generally they love a lot of their met. stuff. Here's the thing. They did Asterisk War last uh, uh, season. So. They also make Sword Art, but they also made Silver Spoon, and that And they also made From the New World. And the same director made Erased, which has no, been no, one uh, of the uh, most uh, solid uh, shows uh, this the, season. The funny thing about Erased, Erased is the director also did Sword Art Online, ironically enough. <laughs> and Silver Spoon. Here's the thing, Tomohito Ito, here's the thing, Sword Art Online, the source material just sucks. Tomohiko Ito is actually yeah, 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 he's a great director. anime director. <laughs> that was what I learned coming into, like, watching a race, is that the director doesn't suck. A1 Pictures maybe kind of sucks a little too, but the source material just sucks. I mean, AIDS is a plot line at one point in Sword Art, so... Don't! <laughs> Don't! We will be here all night! We are not talking about cat eggs. Um, 
Though, I'm trying to see who the director is of this show, because I want to see if I've watched any of his other stuff. Um, I know the guy who does the directing of Grimgar did a couple episodes of Nana, it looks like. Um, oh, he helped out with the rail works, that poor <laughs> bastard. <laughs> That's so, about yeah. it. Um, but honestly, like, dub-wise, too, this is honestly out of all of the shows, because I, I don't watch Tagashi Kashi. Uh, I'm sorry, that's yeah. not my cup of tea. If I want to see people eating food, I, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I mean I'm watching it, but I can't really bring myself to uh, check out the dub. It, it, <laughs> Here's the thing. No, if I want to watch a bunch of hot guys eat food, I'll go, like, watch Kuroko <laughs> or some shit. There's parts where they eat food in Kuroko and do shit. Um, but I mean... Honestly, I don't watch Sagashi Kashi, and I've heard it's kind of hit or miss, yeah, depending yeah, on... Yeah, pretty much. There was a oh, lot of hitting and missing in that episode. Damn it, I forgot to bring up Todd was Coconuts. Um, That's whatevs. But, um, I mean, at Assassination Classroom, I always enjoy Assassination Classroom, but there are points, there are characters in that show that voices are really weird, uh, because there's like 30 of them. Um, not every, this... not everybody's as strong as the next, but Sunny Straight nails it up. But honestly, Grimgar is probably one of also be just one of the most solid dubs that has been on Double Talk. Yep. Honestly. Yep. Right. Um, it, it's arguably the most solid broadcast dub this season, and I do like to mention W, but I I I'd say this is probably the most solid said, broadcast that, 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 yeah. of the winter season. That, yeah, and the thing that's really kind of weird about it is that like for all intents and purposes, when you look at the cast list, it almost looks like a training wheel dub, but it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> That's what's interesting to me about this. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, when the biggest name out of your name five is Rico Fajardo. And Justin uh, Briner. Briner. Well, Justin Briner, yeah. When Justin Briner and Rico Fajardo, and at this point last year, Justin Briner and Rico Fajardo were not even on our radars as anybody, let alone Sarah Wiedenhaft and Janae Trinio or Daryl or Darren Green. Um, honestly... What the fuck has happened in a year? Don't forget Orion Pitts, who's Pitts. one of, like, the... Honestly, I think... You know what it is? New actors are not bad actors. New actors are just actors that need good direction. And this is a show that really benefits from good from direction. From Mike McFarlane. <laughs> and so, I mean, even then, I even then in the last year, I think that's the best thing about the broadcast dubs is... Yeah, there's a lot of hit and miss ones. I mean, I think that's Sky what makes was, it interesting. Not Sky everything's going to be was a training gold. wheels dub. Dance with Devils was a training wheels dub. Even like Seraph was kind of a training wheels dub for mostly Justin. Um, Dagashi, you could probably say is a Dagashi's alternate taco teacher. But it's giving us the chance so that now we get people like a Rico and an Orion and a Justin who are now doing these big shows, especially stuff um I can't. I, I want to say some other names, but I can't because we're doing episodes on them. So, so yeah, because we've been going on about this show for a little while now. I want to give my final thoughts. Give your final thoughts, you crazy little, you crazy little bastard. I first, okay, first off, thank you very much for putting up with my bullshit. You are a very, very patient person, Megan. I don't know how I do it. I don't know how I do it with some people either, but honestly, you are a very patient person. And so are you, Roots and Jet. Thank you very much. I apologize. 
for being very no, so excited. Oh, no, God, no, are you going to go through the help, You're not the only type of person I do on a daily basis. So. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Don't forget, now, I'm the chart guy. <laughs> you are the chart guy, and I love you Oh, that's for right, you, you are chart guy. He is the... Roots is our chart guy, Wait, and he's a Roots, crazy... Wait, Roots, are you going to anime Boston? Probably. Bring your charts. <laughs> oh my god, he's Just got bring chart. all the charts. He has charts for days. Bring the chart that explains to Funimation. Go up to the booth with your chart being, Okay, here's my demands. Who do I have to kill again? <laughs> Um, you know what? No, That's don't actually take my advice. You'll probably be <laughs> locked up. Okay. So, final thoughts of this show. This was... I, I walked into the show thinking it could go either way. I started hating this show because it was seemed a little more too meh. Like, the action stuff was solid, but oh my <clears> god, <throat> there was so much dumb bullshit fan service stuff in between and i think that's what frustrates me the most is the fan service stuff in between the dramatic heavy stuff is frustrating to me because it doesn't it doesn't mix as well as something like soul eater or full metal alchemist that the drama and comedy just flows kind of seamlessly this is kind of like oh this is a dramatic beat let's go peek at the girls naked oh we had this dr dramatic realization of everybody crying and, and like cuddling each other for support and then oh were they having sex <laughs> but that's what frustrates me the most but i feel like the strengths that this show has with attempting grief and tragedy and going into this actual serious drama this serious heavy stuff violent portrayal of this goblin fighting of this world and this actual dramatic realization with these kinds of performances that give real like fairly realistic things on grief i've been doing a class on death and dying this is kind of legitimate stuff that is talked about when it comes to discussing grief and that's solid and i feel like if the show from here on episode five episode six onward is more like this dramatic beats and less of the fan service -y light novel light novel stuff this could be a really good worthwhile show i don't think i can honestly say it better than that hmm. it's, 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 it's pretty good i mean personally i was pretty into it from the get-go just because i really like how well directed it was but i kind of agree the light novel stuff is kind of distracting. I, I mean, I mean, but I think to be fair, it's kind of a case where the director kind of clearly knows that. <laughs> it's like, eh, but what can you do? You want the bathhouse? <laughs> you want the bath out over? Buy the fucking expensive Japanese Blu-ray, you fucking pigs. <laughs> okay, um... And you know people are gonna still buy it anyway. Yep. Yup. <laughs> Japanese prices be fucking cray cray. <laughs> well, you can't complain too much, after all. That's why we don't have to pay them. <laughs> On the plus side, they helped make Blood Blockade Battlefront a fucking financial success, which no one saw coming, so thank you, you crazy Japanese people. <laughs> Yay, Blood Blockade Battlefront! Okay, General yeah, final um, thoughts. Well, I've only been able to watch about an episode and a half of the dub, which is probably, I would put up at near the top of the most solid of Funimation's broadcast sub program. Um, 
I did get a bit further in the sub, you know, episodes 4 and 5 and all that. Um, honestly, you know, I, I've i had to put down a dog in June, and in October I found out my grandfather died. So, it's been a weirdly cathartic show. Even, um... I remember Jamstar was telling Jamstar, me yeah. a lot that that scene where they were having the cremation actually like fucking broke him down to tears because it was similar to his grandmother's funeral and whatnot. And that's that's a fascinating thing that this show that I thought was just typical light novel trash actually is this kind of profound, somewhat profound look on grief and loss. Which is really interesting to me that it actually went that route. That was that's, that's, not that's, what that's, I expected. Well, uh, that's good because uh, you'll be getting more of that. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I wanted. That's what I was worried. I'm glad you're sticking with their guns. That's, I think, the best way to kind of end this off. Um, so if you now to do the the advertisement spiel. So, if you want to watch Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, and for some reason sometimes Fantasy and Ass, um, you can go to Funimation and sign up and watch the simulcasted sub, behind, which is a week behind, for free. Or if you want to subscribe, you can go ahead and do that. There's a two-week free trial, and if you're done with it, make sure you turn off the trial, you idiot, or you're going to get charged on your debit card or credit card or whatever form of payment you use. Check my phone, even! But if and if you want to, I'm not gonna do the lying because I'm not hardy, so I don't need to kiss ass <laughs> and suck you. dick right now. Um, <laughs> ooh. Did you just boo me? I'm saying ooh. <laughs> I'm tired and salty. I'm like Yui Jiro <laughs> on crack. Um, not really, because crack is bad. You want me to do no. the advert for you? No, don't. Okay. So, but I have all this fun no. money right here. <laughs> Just do it, God damn it, Andrew, do the line. Okay. Do you want do you like anime? Good. Go no. subscribe to Funimation. They have over two hundred thousand hours of anime in their back catalog. They have a lot of good stuff, and a lot of stuff that should have been there already. Like Yu Yu Hakusho's finally got a service next week. Something they've been lacking for a long time that I'm very glad I could finally watch. <laughs> like, again. I'm now 12, that and what is this? Uh, point is, Funimation, subscribe for a free trial if you want to try and support the industry and watch all the Please support the stuff. industry. I like buying things. I like buying and supporting things. Even if you don't want to buy DVDs like all these crazy people do, just, like... Buy a subscription, I... and that'll, like, give you a lot of streaming stuff. Unless... And, you know, even if you don't <laughs> want to give your money directly to Funimation, it's on Hulu. Um, do you guys want to promo yourselves one more time before uh, the nice, lovely good. humans? Um, oh, the only thing I have to say is, uh, feel free to check me out on Twitter at MangaMan9000, and I'm currently doing a... Thing, three victims watch with a bunch of friends of mine it's, it's not a very big thing right now but it's a lot of fun to do stuff like this now that i actually know how to use a microphone i can make it sound better i'm not the best with this so i'm just using a logitech but hey anyways it's been a lot of fun doing this the actors the crew of grimgar great job 
all the actors of Grimgar, fantastic job. I can't wait to hear some of you in My Hero Academia. Please be in My Hero Academia. He'll literally <laughs> get on his knees for you. Yes! <laughs> Especially you, Rico! Especially you! Yeah, you can find me at Roots of Justice on Twitter. Um, hey, if you need a daily pug fix, I'm your man. And I, of course, am Queen Era 2 on Twitter. You can follow me there, and you can also follow me at Anime America Podcast, as I am one of the four hostesses of that channel. Currently, right now, we are going through a little bit of copyright problems. Fuck you, TV Tokyo. As does um, everyone on YouTube. Oh, we're at two strikes right now. That's not good. My boss is pissed. Um, you can follow us there. I just did a review of Fruits Baskets, which was very cathartic and very emotional. Like this also, episode. We also are, I believe, I know while we're waiting for our copyright strikes, at least on that channel, we are working on our top 10 tragic romances in anime, as well as top 10 anime worlds to live in, as well as working on reviews for things like School Life. I can't say what the secret review that we were supposed to do that was a duo review and potentially Noragami Argoto, but that's enough about me. If you want to follow the main person on this channel, she is at Lilac Anime Review, spell R, the, not the way that you spell it, like a stage review, but you should follow her because she's a beautiful, wonderful human being who lets us take over her show for a night and do horrible things like dick jokes and talking about ass, and she also has to edit this horse shit. R-E-V-U-E. That's how you spell it. We're very sorry. You Guys. put up with a lot of my shit for this and, like, Roots. the Dagashi one. So Roots. thank you. Huh? Do the voice. We're Do the voice. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We're sorry. Sorry. That's this whole episode. We're sorry. And wrong. So, I guess that's it for us here. And, oh yeah, we don't do the catchphrase, but I'm going to do it anyway. Otaku on, my friends. Peace. Peace out.